0: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration. My name is Amber Wagner, and I am super excited to dive into today's interview. We are speaking with Danielle Hootmer, and she is a friend and colleague of mine whose television credits recently include Groanish, 911 Lone Star lucifer american otto and how i met your father just to name a few but she recently had a film premiere in Cannes where she uh, starred alongside her daughter lorelei who has also been recently seen in unprisoned with carrie washington daisy jones in the six she plays young daisy an american horror story just to name a few so let's dive right into the many questions that i have for danielle Hootmer. how are you girlfriend Good morning. I am doing great. How are
1: you, Amber?
0: Good. That was one long breath of an introduction because there was so much to wrap in there. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. So I want to start with you and your acting career and how you ended up in L.A. and where you're from and start kind
1: of with the nuts and bolts there so i'm originally from virginia um after college i moved to chicago where i began my career um but i really didn't know much because when i went to college we didn't learn much about the business so i didn't even really understand what an agent was when i got there yeah which is pretty wild to think now i think a lot of programs have changed that since but, um, you know, you, uh, I was doing, like, little black box kind of theaters in Chicago and, you know, waitressing on the side and stuff. Um, but I quickly fell into commercials, the commercial mm. world in Chicago, which is pretty booming um, in there in Chicago. So uh, I got my first agent. Uh, I think my very first I think it was like one of my first auditions, if it was like the first like three. um I booked a commercial for um, PERT Plus. Nice.
0: Oh, I remember those perk
1: commercials. That stuff
0: felt so good.
1: <laughs> and and it, I was like the bad hair girl. That was like what I was listed as. <laughs> Which nice. they kept like they kept saying, "Oh, don't worry. It's not because you have bad hair." <laughs> and I was like, "It's fine. It's fine. I'm in a commercial." <laughs> you know, it was like the coolest thing that I had ever. You know, like it was it was a real thing. You know. Yeah. Um, and it was so much fun. And and it's fun to play, to not play the. pretty pretty. one you know Mm -hmm. so um I was the the shy and sad sad one with sad hair bad hair (laughs) (laughs) it was great you needed pert plus (laughs) I needed that pert plus I was having such a hard time with so many shampoos and conditioners in the shower (laughs) it was it was great and and in Chicago you know I did a number of plays and um you know all small ones I was part of a theater company and um WNEP theater i don't I don't know if they are still together but it was very experimental kind of theater stuff and then i would have temp jobs and waitressing jobs and and audition for commercials and that's pretty much how things went until i i was like one you know i i ended up you know amongst all my many day jobs i um found my way into working for a production company there um, in Chicago, uh-huh. um, One World Productions. And he, the director there, had cast me in um, in a commercial. And uh, so that's how I met him, was through a commercial. And when I applied for the job on Craigslist, actually. Love um, it. And he didn't know that I was the same person. So when he was interviewing me, it like came up. He was like, "How do I know you?" (laughs) Like, and so it was very kind of meant to be in a way. Um, And I got the job, and it was an an incredible like four years of working side by side with this director of the company, um, where I learned all the inside and insides of production for commercials. And um, you know, I started very much like just. Assisting at facilitating paperwork, kind of stuff, um, office management. And I grew into more like working on the bids and, um, pre- you know, putting the numbers together and wrap books and, you know, um, tax incentives. Yeah. And all of the paperwork that it was involved before we handed off to a line producer to take over and then handed it back to me. So that was four years of intense like training. Um, Great education on though. that side of things. Yeah. But in all and I was like, oh, this job is like the perfect merry marriage between like the industry and what I, you know, because it it was, you know, this profession is difficult. And I was having a like, what do I want to do with my life kind of thing? And that, that's when I got that job. And I was like, this is it. And then you know, as a couple of years go by, I'm like, this isn't it. Not because I don't like the job. I love this job. But there was a longing to be in front of the camera still. Yeah. And even though I was still auditioning when I was working there, um, there was my I was being called. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. So um I told my husband, I was like, I really want to try Los Angeles. And luckily, he had a job that he could transfer to a, to a, you know, transfer to Los Angeles. So yeah. I told him that and we were like, okay, let's make a plan. And nine months later, we were in LA. Wow. Um, and, and there I had like, I was like, okay, this is it. This is, you know, I've made the decision. This is now like, I'm all in. Um, and so we got a very modest like back house studio and yeah. so I didn't have to work as a waiter more than 2 days a week and I just like pounded the pavement as you as one would say. Yeah. Um and within 3 months I booked my first job, my first co-star on private practice. Nice. And that was that was like if I never book anything again. I have made it. (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) that's a big deal.
1: It was, it was in incredible. Um, I remember the the one of the coolest things, like before I got to set, of course, but was it back then? They were um, delivering the script via messenger, and I felt so fancy when the messenger came to my door. (laughs) Oh, I bet that's like legit, (laughs) real deal stuff. This is legit. Yeah. Um, it. I mean it doesn't work like that anymore right but, um, it was it was pretty incredible and I was actually like on uh I was doing a background job on uh a, a daytime soap when I got the audition and they were like can you be there in two hours for the audition and I was like uh yeah Yes, I will make that happen. And I didn't know what I was doing, or you know what I mean. I couldn't like look for the look at the script on the line on my phone or anything yet because I was like on set when I got the email. Yes. Um. And so when I got back to the green room, and luckily we were we were cut pretty early. Sometimes it works out that way. Great on uh, daytime soaps for sure. And um. And it was to be a doppelganger for Katie Strickland. Oh wow and Katie Strickland on on private practice if if you actually watch her and me, we are very similar in our mannerisms and a very similar look and I was like, oh my gosh I I this is me. this is yeah. my role. And I already knew her um, because I loved the show and i was fascinated by her accent and that was one of the requirements must be able to do and copy her accent mm. and i was like oh my gosh i know this i'd like i don't even have to practice like i went straight from set to the audition because it was that quick of a turnaround and um you know i had a few lines it was like one little scene and i went in and i did it and i was and i like to- i knew it i was like nailed it and then yeah. I walked back to my car, and by the time I got to my car, my agent called. They were like, they want a producer session. Can you just stay there and be back in, like, uh, can you just go back? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's amazing. That's really fast. And so I went back, and by the end of the day, I was pinned. Um, And then it, like, took two weeks to book me because of, like, weather and whatever. You know, they had to. Yeah, exteriors or whatever. But that was, I mean, like it was. I was like, I have made it. I yes. have. <laughs> it was incredible, and and honestly, the, for the for my very first role on a TV set, it I I couldn't have been placed on a kinder set. Like um, Paul Adelstein and Tay Diggs and Katie Strickland, they were so welcoming and yeah. kind and like. Um, just so they were wonderful. I'm so Um, glad to
0: hear that because so many times, you know, when you book a co-star, they can be so very easily forgotten, you know, just mm -hmm. kind of like they assume, you know, where you're going and what you're doing. And when they welcome you, as it sounds like you were, they are welcoming you, welcoming you into their home. Like this is what they do all day. And when they take the time to make the, the co-star and the guest star feel like they're a part of it, like that's really hats off to them. That's I, that's wonderful
1: yeah like I mean, when I went got to set, they were like, well, we want to send you to Katie's uh, for my uh, wardrobe fitting. They were like, also we're gonna send you to Katie's uh, trailer and she's gonna work with you on her accent. And I because I had to mimic her exactly. and I got there and she's like, oh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. So it was really fun to like bond with her and then um, and we had, you know, it was a lot of fun. I, I was on set for two days. Um, I got lots of laughs. I, you know, it was, but I was so nervous. Yeah. That I remember being so nervous that my jaw was like nearly clenched. And if you look really closely, you can see like my jaw muscles. <laughs> That's because so I was funny. so, and like, I was like, are these words going to come out of my mouth? And they did. They were, it was fine. And I got lots of laughs and they invited me back the next day for like, because I wasn't originally booked for, uh, two days I was really okay. booked for just one and they invited me back for the next day which was like amazing wow um, and then actually uh Taye Diggs it was his like birthday that week and he invited me and my husband to his birthday party that weekend and How I was like sweet. this is so ho- cool and so Hollywood and so nice yeah incredibly nice I I've I've kept up with Paul Edelstein um, yeah you know a few times here and there as well like i'll see him and he'll be like hey how's it going so it was incredible first yeah i love that so
0: that being your first experience what was the because you've definitely worked on a lot of television what was you know if you had to sum up the rest of your journey were you anticipating to just Work, work, work after that. And that's what you got. Or were you surprised in the lulls or, you know, the differences in set? Like, what was your experience kind of between that to how I met your father?
1: Um, Well, I mean, it's been quite uh, a journey. Like, that first year was good. I booked three co-stars my very first year in L.A. And I was like, damn, I am good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like on fire. And then I didn't book anything for two years. (laughs) Wow. That's the real shit. Yeah. And during that time, though, that's when I, you know, like I had um, I had like an experience on on one of them where I was like I I was feeling like I wasn't giving what I wanted and I didn't know how to get there. Mm. So I was like, maybe I need to like check myself. And that's when I started a two year Meisner course. Okay. so during those two years, taking doing like an intense Meisner course with Josh Baton, who's incredible. He's one of my favorite teachers I've ever had. Mm. Um, uh, I I really understood what was in my toolbox. Like I had things in my toolbox I had developed, but it was just kind of like, they're there. I just don't know how to really use them or yeah. how to always access them or be consistent. Yeah. And my Meisner really kind of honed in on like being deliberate with my choices of like or access to emotions and preparation and um, and how, you know, uh, per- really how prepared you must be uh, every time. Yes. So it just upped my professionalism yeah. to a to more of a, a good starting point. And then after I completed that, then I started booking again. Wow. Um, so, um, and of course, like, it will go in and out. I always, like, my pilot seasons are always usually quiet. And then episodic season kicks in and I'll book, like, two or three, you know, Interesting. or four. Yeah. One, one year, I think it was... Um, uh, yeah, I booked like four jobs. I I auditioned for four things between November and December 15th or whatever it was uh, this one year, and I booked all four. Wow, your agents it had some negotiating like, boom, boom, to boom, do boom, with boom, calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, I was on a flight back from... Tyler Perry's uh, A Fall From Grace in in Atlanta. And I was like going through security and I got a phone call. You're pinned for Veronica Mars now. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So sometimes it just like comes in clusters for sure. Um, I did that another time with with Hawaii Five-0 and Scorpion and something else. Like I booked them back to back and it, it was but then I will have months of nothing. Yes, um, and that's when your your mind games. Yeah, up. you either allow them to take control or you get stronger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is there a like, is there a go to that you have acquired or developed in your back pocket that when you've gone two months, three months, four months without a booking that you can go back and tell yourself this is cyclical or like an affirmation? Or what do you do to get through those times? Or does it feel like this has never happened before when you're in it?
1: <laughs> Sometimes it does feel like this is this is what life will be like forever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, But that's when I'm like, OK, stop um, let's, you know, regroup. And usually I find something to focus on, whether it's a new job or a new, like, outside of acting. Yeah. That really kind of takes my, um, my focus, but honestly, uh, and this is interesting. Like I, what I, my daughter was born in 2013. Mm -hmm. And before that I had, you know, I had a handful of, of, jobs um my biggest at the time was criminal minds that was a guest star and it was awesome it was like an incredible thing uh, and i was like i'm just starting my career and now i'm pregnant um and i thought it was that was it like mm-hmm. and honestly it was just the beginning yeah um and as far as like um i mean first of all i had i booked like i had a movie i had i um a co-star in a or under five in a soap yeah I ha- I booked client list as a pregnant person and then I booked a, a really cool um print job as a pregnant person too and so I was like okay this isn't bad so far yeah <laughs> uh, so I had like four bookings while I was pregnant and then you know you take your baby bubble for a while um and your mind kind of disappears because you- Baby got mind. a new focus. Mommy <laughs> mind. Uh, you have no brain for a while. Yeah. But after things kind of settled um, and I got the hang of being a new mom, I that was the beginning of my career, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think what it did was it grounded me as a person. Being a mom um, really allowed me to not just focus on myself all the time yep. and get into your own like cyclical spin um, of, you know, mind games. So I was able to, you know, obviously I had a life to keep, <laughs> keep mm-hmm. and, alive, and alive <laughs> you know, um, and she, she's amazing. And she uh, obviously like any child takes a lot of attention. And so when I would get auditions, I'd be like, okay, well, it's a split focus, but I can only do what I can. And there was, uh, I think, during some of those times i booked a lot of work yeah um so you know i i think taking your your mind off of yourself sometimes yeah. allows it helps us be present <laughs> instead of you know just going into the spin which yeah. i catch myself in of course you know it's a it's a i feel like it's a it's always going to be there that like head spin of like, I'm never going to work again, but, um, it's also, I'm getting, it's getting easier uh, as, as the years have gone by of that, that head spin gets easier. And it's like, okay. So like now I'm like, okay, well, um, so what can I do during this downtime (laughs) instead of like, I'm never going to work again. For
0: sure. It's getting creative. Like we're very resourceful
1: as actors. (laughs) Exactly. So I can make so some more money. you mentioned can, your daughter.
0: And yeah. so I would love to um, digress a bit into that direction uh, because she is a working actor who has had tremendous opportunities, amazing bookings. When did you realize that she had the bug? Did she come to you? Did you invite it to her? How did that come about? Well, um,
1: you know, honestly, it, from, from baby, like, her name is Lorelai Olivia Mote, If anyone wants to look at our, You can up. look but her up. Ryan IMDb. Yes, yeah, she's and she's quite good. But she, I have to say, has a natural it quality, yeah. and I say that, of course, with lots of bias. But um, there is something about it because, like, even when she was just starting to talk. And we would go to a restaurant and just beginning to walk and talk, you know, and little, little, you know, she was a toddler, um, like a little toddler. She insisted on going up to every single person in the restaurant and saying hello and shaking their hand and saying, I'm (laughs) Lorelai. Yes. (laughs) So there was there was an aspect of it. I was like, wow. And people would be like. This little girl, she's going to be like the mayor or the president or a famous actor one day and I was like all Uh-oh. of the above. <laughs> <laughs> so, um she had that kind of like she just has this grounded confidence mm-hmm. and presence and she is not afraid to speak with adults. Yeah. And they are not like on a pedestal of sorts. They are just another person she wants to engage with. Yeah. Um and um which is, which I learned from, honestly, because I am innately not that person. Uh-huh. And so as she gets older and I'm like coveting that, like, I'm like, just keep that grounded confidence. There's no ego there. Just like holding herself tall and yeah. filling the room. It's quite incredible to be witness to. Yeah. Um And I'm like, all right, everyone needs a a little Lorelai in them (laughs) because it's amazing the magnificence that she presents herself with.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, Um, it sure
1: does. It sure does. And
0: so how... How did that begin as far as, you know, um, getting her into the business, starting to get her to audition, like, because
1: she's, she's really getting some fantastic opportunities she, these days. She is certainly much larger than I ever have. <laughs> and it's really neat to be a fly on the wall in that For sense sure. Too. I mean, more than a fly on the wall. I'm like basically her momager, but, um, uh, like she, her first commercial that she booked was, I think she was three or, oh my gosh, I think three and a half. Um, and it was a major commercial. Um, it was a sad commercial and it was pretty awesome financially. Yeah. So that's when yeah. she started a bank account for her college career, the which is a awesome, account, right? Right. Yes. Well, not just the Coogan. We started the Coogan because you, you're you required to put the 15% automatically in there. But we started a 529 account Beautiful. for her. So then we put the 15% and then the rest into her 529s to accumulate for school.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: and so that was that. She started auditioning. And, it, you know, I, she was there. She was with me. I was auditioning. I was active. I would leave. She would be like, why are you leaving? I would explain it. You know what I mean? And so then I think she was about three when she had her first theatrical audition. And she was still too little for that. But the commercials she was booking, like she was getting a lot of non-union commercials, which were great and good, you know, good footage and stuff. Um, And then we started figuring out a method because she wasn't reading. So what I did was like I would voice record my part or you know the reader's part and then her part and have her listen to it to memorize her lines Mm -hmm. um and then and then so that's how we worked for a while and then as she got older she just got you know it became more and more natural and now I feel like when I learn something new I tell her and she's like okay cool and she like implements and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I, <laughs> so I've been like, working that for years and, you know, <laughs> and she just gets it. <laughs> there is an, a, there's a natural talent to her and, and she's, she's quite is good. She, how
0: old is she now? She's 10. She's 10 now.
1: Yes. And um,
0: 10, yeah. Yeah. And wow. What a, what a amazing budding career that she's got uh, started and hats off to you as her mom and her manager, because not only are you managing your acting career, you are managing a young working actor's career as well. Yeah. That is a lot of hats to to hold. So,
1: it, yeah, it it can be because she gets. A, I mean, when we're it, when it's like normal times, not strike times, um, we can together we can be pretty busy with auditions. Sure. Yeah, um, and you know, when she was younger, her auditions were easier. I guess, you know, less lines, less, you know, layered, I guess. Um, and now that she, you know, I think when she's about eight years old, they started becoming more, you know, meaty, meaty yeah. Um, So sometimes it takes, you know, she can get, I mean, I know this recently she had a very large opportunity that she was down to the wire for between her and the girl who got it. Mm-hmm. Um And the day before her third callback, I guess, um, she already had 11 pages, four scenes. I think, no, it was three scenes that was a total of 11 pages that she was, excuse me, that she was driving the scenes with. um, And it was a comedy and it was like on, you know, very, uh, you know, uh, the cues were fast. Sure. She was driving them. She was the funny Um, and the day before her in-person chemistry read, and this was just a few months ago, um, they sent four more pages and again, she drove the scene and I was like, and also it was right in the middle of gymnastics season. She's a competitive gymnast. Uh Also quite good. She's just pretty outstanding. Um, talented child, (laughs) very talented (laughs) child. So we had her 8 a.m. Uh, so it's Thursday. She gets the script, the these four new pages. She's like, how am I going to do this? I was like, one step at a time. You yep. got this. And um, we did what we could that day. And I was like, OK, now let, let's sleep on it. Um, and she, you know, we we worked on it, worked on it. Let's sleep on it. All right. Now we're going to focus on the on your meet. We were there downtown at 8 a.m. all ready to go. She scored she got first place all around of course because it's you know. um, and then I was like okay now it's lunch we switch gears and we're gonna go back to your script and she had it all memorized all of the like all four so her, the four pages were completely solid I was like you got this and then we did the other three scenes I was like you're good you're good we don't need to do it we yeah. drove to the chemistry read and she nailed it totally wow. nailed it I was like you are a rock star. (laughs) Yes. And it's just like, I know myself, I would probably get in my own way. I would be like, I can't do, you know, and I'm for sure. put that on her because she has no reason to know that she can't do that yet.
0: Yes. (laughs) You know, and she,
1: and because of that, she does it. Wow. She moves through it. And I'm like, you got this just one thing at a time. We'll do this first and then we'll do that second. And that's it. Wow. That's keeping it simple. Um, and it was, I was, it, I was quite impressed. Like she never ceases to amaze me how the command that she has of a situation. I was like, wow, just yeah. doesn't get in her own way. That's incredible. So you
0: recently with uh, your daughter went overseas. Would you like to talk a little <laughs> bit about your uh, film festival experience? Because wow. Yeah. How did that? How did you I want to hear a little bit about the film, how you found out it was going to the
1: festival and then like from the festival on. Okay, so um, we uh, I'll start like we found out we were going to the Cannes Film Festival with this uh, movie. It's called Riddle of Fire, um, directed by Weston Rizzouli. So actually that movie i was just talking about that she was auditioning for she had another chemistry read the following week with a huge name actor um and and on the way there we get a call from the director um and he was like guess what and we were like what what's going on he was like what's the biggest film festival you can think of i was like um can and he was like <laughs> we got in i was like <gasps> oh my god it gives me goosebumps that was how we found out and um and so she was so pumped like so if we we back up uh we filmed riddle of fire back in uh june july of 2021 so two years ago now yep um and it was all in utah so she but She auditioned for it in February and we got final word in like May that she was going. And we, I, she, it was a leading role for her. Um, and we spent three weeks in Utah in a hotel put up. And um, Utah is just an incredible, it's incredibly what beautiful state. Oh my gosh. And we were staying in Park City. So it's a oh. more oh. magnificent. I mean, what a great little town um and you know every day she was on set and it was a large role with you know sizable monologues even even the very first night that she was there she was jumping in a week after everyone had started okay so she was the newbie on set um and her very first scene was her and a huge monologue and uh, but we had, you know, I had been coaching her on it, and we um, we also worked with another coach named Corey as well for just to switch it up and give her different different ideas and yeah. just to switch it up a little bit and keep it loose. And she got on, and it it was her her moment, and she did. I think they were gonna like film it in pieces because that's how it was written mm-hmm. um, with like you know this and then a flash to where it was that she was talking to talking about but they instead because she she had the whole thing we rehearsed it as a one big monologue um they just kind of moved in slowly on her and wow it was just like it just like took a couple takes and that was it and and i got goosebumps and i was like oh my gosh she just came in and Nailed it. (laughs) I was just like, who is this little girl? She's amazing. That's my daughter.
0: Um,
1: And and that's how it began. So the whole movie, she just like, she wowed me um, during, and I was not originally cast in the movie. Um, I was there. I had booked out with my agents. I was fully, I'm a momager for the next three weeks. And I, and you know, I was there to be supporting her, which was pretty amazing. Like, I loved just, like, being so present for her. It was yeah. great. Um, and learning a lot from her, too, you know, um, in the whole process. And then, like, three days before the end of the shoot of the three weeks, there was there was a role um, the mom of these two boys that were in the movie. It's an adventure movie, by the way. Okay. It's it's four kids. Well, no, sorry. Three kids go out on this adventure, this like mission um, to find something. And so that they can get the password from their mom for a video game. Okay. <laughs> she was like, but you have to do this for me. And, um, and so they go out the, on this mission and they find themselves in trouble and uh, many hurdles along the way on the mission and it just keeps snowballing <laughs> and uh you know about a third of the way through the movie they meet Lorelai's character okay. her name is Petal and Petal helps them along like joins them because she doesn't have any actual friends like this little girl doesn't have any friends so she's like oh cool these friends and I can I know these woods I will help you on your mission basically and it takes place throughout the course of one like 24 hours um so it's a really fun adventure movie and um so that mom role that uh had the gave the mission in the first place yes that was being filmed like three days before we wrapped the entire production and um I was in the green room watching just, you know, watching and um, it came time to their the kids pumpkin and uh, it like close to and they were like, hey, so it's like 6 p.m. or something. And they're like, hey, Danielle, can we can we talk to you real quick? Um, the kids had wrapped and I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, what's going on? They were like, so um, we're wondering if you would be willing to take over for the role of the mom. I was like, like, like what you were shooting today? They were like, yeah, uh, it's just, you know, the chemistry is not working out. And we're wondering if we can just send you to hair and makeup right now. I was oh like, my like, god! like, right now, right now. And they're like, yeah, right now, right now. Here's the sides. Is that cool? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh yes. my God. So there was another
0: woman cast
1: and they just said, sorry, it's not working by. Yeah. I mean, it, like. It just like wasn't the right fit. Yeah, it and, happens. That's what I love it, people to hear was, is that it happens, and there was like no ill will. Like they had worked with this woman before. It just wasn't the right fit. Yeah, and I, um, you know, they had seen because I had been coaching Lorelai right. clearly, and they were like, "Who is this little girl? She's doing so good. Do you coach her? Who do?" And I was like, "Well, I'm an actor, also. That's about all I had said." Right. It was like. I'm also an actor, so I I coach her. Um, So they knew I was an actor, but I wasn't like, "I'm an actor," you know, for sure. I was being a momager, and that's what I was being. So, um, and but they saw how engaged I was with her and with the other kids. I guess there was, you know, I had such a strong connection with the kids already, and it was the mom of the two boys. And since we had been all together for three weeks, like, I already had this connection and this chemistry that they were probably looking for. Yeah. And this, like, without that love and the connection from the mom, uh, the rest of the movie you can't really get on board with. Right. You know, so it was really imperative that that chemistry and love was there. And I already had it. And they yeah. saw it. And they were like, so... We filmed a couple scenes right then and there, and then the next day I came in, I passed Lorelei off to one of the other moms so that she was safe. Yeah. And brought to set on her own time and um, without me, and I got there at 7 a.m. We we taped another couple scenes until like 1 or 2 in the afternoon, and then I was wrapped, so it was like two days. Wow. But it was a, It's a sizable role, but I it all takes place in one location, so it was really... Easy but Yeah. And I was able there was one little bit that I had with Lorelai, and she's not my daughter in the movie. She's this like this like, oh hi, who are you? And she yes. gives me this big hug. Like I meet this little girl Petal as the mom and and she like she's like hi, I'm Petal, and she gives me this big oh. embrace. And it was so touching. Yes. I was like, is this real life? Like oh, this is like wow. happening like we're in a movie together and it was just so special and there was the so that was such a wild end of the moment like to the to the whole um shooting process yeah. of this movie and what was really I'm thankful for is um not getting that role before going in because I was so present for Lorelai. Yes. Which was wonderful. I wasn't in as we saw, the the actor head spin because had I had my own role, I think there would be a natural tendency to be like, okay, here's your stuff, but now I've got to go work on now, mine. Now I need to like work on mine. Yeah, like, what's my intention? Why am I there? You know all this yeah. like head spin actor stuff that you get into, and but instead, I had like put all of me aside and just completely focused on her, which is why I got the role. Yes, um, and and then I was able to like. Take my moment for you know those those two half days, and then be done and be yeah. wrapped and go back to her for her final couple of days. It was, it was an incredible way to have it unfold. Wow! Um, and it was a magical story and the whole movie. Honestly, it was. It was. There was. It's very special and magical in its own right. It's, and it's. It was shot on sixteen millimeter film. Mm-hmm. So it's what, Bitty. and it ha- it has. It, some of the reviews in Cannes were like, um, it made a huge splash in Cannes, by the way. Yeah. Um, very talked about because, I mean, t- four kids leading the movie. Um, and- like
0: Goonies Meets Stand By Me.
1: <laughs> yeah. And actually, that it was compared to Goonies Meets Stranger Things. Actually. Okay. Love it. Um, that was a common, um, Yeah. Comparison. And so, but like gritty and just raw, Mm. (laughs) just, just like, uh, because it was very low budget. Sure. but Weston Rizzulli, the director has such an incredibly, uh, artistic vision and, um, and it's inc- it's so creative in in ways that unfold and you're like wow that was that was pretty magical so when we got to can which is a whole other like event and thing to even talk about for um, sure it's its own like, podcast episode <laughs> exactly um but when we got to can it was our first time seeing the movie and it had been two years so we none of us saw it obviously the director and like the producers but none of us in the cast had seen it until the world premiere um wow. so it was we were on that ride with them with the audience yes you know? And so I saw. I was able to see it twice in Cannes, the, the world premiere and then another screening of it at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. But that first one I saw and, you know, you're just taking it in like, oh, my God, I remember that. And like, it's all coming back because it had been two years. So it was like all coming back to me. Oh, wow, that turned out like this. And oh, I see how that put together. And oh, my God, they made that work. You know what I mean? I was I was watching it analytically as well as like enjoying it. So it was it was like two sides of my brain watching the movie yes and then and it was it was it was magical just like that and then the very end of the week I got to see it again and that time I was like just watching it as a viewer viewer and it like so much more landed on me and I was like I it was a very uh I was over overwhelmed with like like this is a movie my daughter is magnificent in yeah the, all four kids are just fantastic um it's such a beautiful movie it's fun it's funny it's adventurous uh and and then I was just and then I was like and I I'm in it with her. Like, yes.
0: It's like a pinch me moment.
1: It was, it was such a, a special, like maybe once in a lifetime thing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully not, but like, yeah, to be in can. And of course the focus of can was on the four kids and the director. Yeah. Um, and then there's like two main, like bad, bad guys, you know, as well. Um, and then there's secondary leads like myself and a few others. Who were also there, um, but the main focus was on the kids and the director, really. And well, um, yeah, and just being able to watch because because I do know you, um,
0: you know, personally. So I was able to watch your. Um, Video, you know, your photos on Instagram. And like, I felt like I was there with you and I couldn't wait for your next post because I've never been to Cannes. And so, you know, being able to see it through your trip was so wonderful. And I have to commend you because girl, you showed up. Your daughter (sighs) looked fantastic, but you showed up like your outfits, your hair, your makeup, like you uh, you know allowed the opportunity to be something to really shine and i just want to commend you on how how much ownership you took over like your your presence cuz you were just a, a force to be reckoned with it was gorgeous Aww.
1: thank you amber yeah actually i pu- i mean that was a big part of it is like the preparation of it because i was like this is the one of the biggest stage in the world absolutely um, and uh, you know so i i rented I rented wardrobe, yeah, I, um I went to it was a woman named Adrian. It's Adrian's closet um, and so and she's magnificent, like outfits, and you know, you got to try on all these things, and I rented like four or five outfits and a belt and some shoes. and so i I had everything <clears throat> everything like laid out for myself and ready, um depending whether it was gonna be press or red carpet or, yeah. um, or the premiere or the party or, you know, more press, more Q and A, you know, and then also with that, I had Lorelai's all outfits ready as well. Right. And she, oh my God, her red carpet dress was so beautiful. Yes. It was like this light green with light green petals on it. And where did Petal? you find that? Where did you find <laughs> that? was like at a, it was actually a, um, a wedding website, Okay. Um, like J&J or something like that okay you know we're googling and found that it's actually hard to find kids stuff in person of that like high you know red carpet worthy yeah but also you don't want to to make them look like they're going to be in a wedding either it's like a fine exactly. line no her but dress was gorgeous a beautiful dress for her and she just looked so majestic and, and she owned that red carpet like yes. she had done it a hundred times before I was like who are you and had she <laughs> ever done a red carpet before no, was it, was, her first and red carpet. it was her first red carpet wow. she, I was like were you were you nervous she was like why would I be nervous? Oh my <laughs> God. Like, of course that's your answer. <laughs> of course. Cause she's 10. She's like, this is great. <laughs> like, are you she was just dancing and just like people would call her name. She just smile. It was amazing to watch oh, her. I was like, so overcome. Natural. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, so I have a technical
0: question when it comes to yeah. the wardrobe. So when you're traveling across the country with these amazing gowns, do you then, when you arrive, like have somebody steam it? Like, how do you get it
1: wearable? Well, I, we, I, uh, that was a big, like question with my manager to the production team, um, overseas, you know, like the, our agency that our, our agency that was working with us Yeah, with the movie. I was like, we need to be sure that we have, um, because the plugs are different too. And even if you bring something, it's not going to work over and it'll burst a fuse or whatever. Right. Um, so i was like we need a steamer (laughs) we need a curling iron we need a blow dryer that's what we need and an iron even but uh the house that they put us so they put us the production put us all up in a one house for all the kids and the parents as guardians um and it was fantastic because it was like a party for you know, sure, a big house walkable <laughs> to the activity down in all in the center of Cannes, but far enough away that we like it was a removal um and yeah it was it was a big party house it was awesome so we had everything that we needed and as far as our dresses like we hung them in the first class like when yeah. i walked on the plane i was like is there a way we could just hang this so i carried those okay just great. just the two big dresses and then everything else i i uh, folded up and okay a lot of luggage our luggage was sizable yeah that was um, the
0: part i was like did she rent the clothes there like no. how did she get
1: them from point <laughs> a to point b and looking like that <laughs> yeah so actually they did pretty well on the travel honestly it wasn't a ton of steaming Um, so we lucked out, I I guess, good fabrics, right? Yeah, Um, exactly. Quality. (laughs) Yeah. And then on the way back were we, we didn't hang them up. I just like kind of folded them into the, into the luggage
0: (laughs) and returned. Yeah. (laughs) So as we are, you know, closing up and wrapping up these amazing stories and thank you so much for taking the time to share your journey, your daughter's journey. Like you guys are both literally still just beginning on like All of the success that is coming your way, because I have the privilege of being in class with you. And I see on a weekly basis, the caliber of work that you bring in and you floor me your access to your emotion, your character choices, the density and the intensity behind your eyes and your commitment, like it's, you know, of course you've been working as long as you have that it's of course, you know, you're so flipping talented. Um, but is there Thank anything you, that we did? not You're very welcome. Is there <laughs> anything that we didn't get a chance
1: to touch on that you wanted to talk
0: about before we close?
1: I mean, honestly, this class, uh, joining, uh, Adam Marcus's class has been so wonderful. And it just honestly brings me weekly joy. Like yeah. it, it is a, everyone in the class is really talented yeah I mean watching you week over week I'm inspired by you all the time so Thank that you. exchange <laughs> like it's, I'm inspired by this class and the joy that it, it brings me so um, it has really helped me stay out of the head spin as well because yes because you still get to act every week. It's fun and you know there's been other classes that I've been in a lot of great classes a lot of not great classes sure. And this one stands out amongst many um, and it's just really special. So there, there's that. And I'm, I'm thrilled to be in class with you and with everyone else and such great people to work with week over week. So um, there's the huge (laughs) shout out to Deb and Adam.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure.
1: Incredible. Such an incredible weekly safe space to be free with our, with our work. Um, Yeah. And uh, I, I, I do have something coming out in, in the fall, which, which I is? think I can say because it's on IMDB now. Okay. So, um, I will be in one episode of Lessons in Chemistry with Brie Larson. Oh, how cool. Is that I, a limited
0: series or an ongoing It is series? a limited series okay. based on
1: a book, a fantastic book. Once I found out I, ca- I was cast in and I breezed through that book real fast and it's so good. Um, and I'm playing actually Brie Larson's mom when uh-huh. she's eight years old and it's a period piece so my part is in the 40s um oh I and love period piece. I, it was it was oh my god it was the first one that I had actually done I think um on tv certainly um and I I I had wig fittings which was so fun yes <laughs> my wig is so cool oh. um and it completely changed my appearance. Oh, I have a quick story. Do we do we have Yeah, time please. For a quick story? Yeah, yeah, share. So sure. I spent the entire week on set um, it, playing this role and our you know the the dresses were so everything is so beautifully done. I love the 40s. um the artistic direction there in this show and it's it's Apple TV, so it's going to be a really quality production, but yep. um so I had all these outfits and the the crew doesn't see me but whenever I'm in wardrobe, you know. Um and at the we wrapped on Friday and I, you know, got all changed out and then I stayed for dinner and I'm now me and my hair's down and I'm like wearing my t-shirt and my jeans and I go through dinner and I sit down and I'm sitting with um the little girl who plays Brie Larson as an eight-year-old and her mom. And then there was two PAs that I, uh, that were basically ushering us around making, you know, our guardians all past guardians. And um, this one, one, one of the PAs, she came around and I was like, Hey, come on, come sit with us. And she like looked at me, she gave me a weird look and I didn't look and and she was like, um, and she kind of like looked around and she's like, uh, okay. And she sat down and then I started like talking. She was like, oh my God, Danielle, I didn't even know it was you. <laughs> and she, she like, she didn't want to sit with me because she didn't know who I was. She was like, who is this person asking me to sit down with her? <laughs> oh my and then, god! and then as if it was like, written in a comedy, the other PA comes comes and she was like, Hey, come sit with us. That PA was like telling the other PA, come sit with us. And he sits down and he reaches out his hand. And he's like, Hi, I'm such and such. And I was like, Hi, I'm Danielle. And I shake his hand. He was like, Oh my God, I didn't recognize you.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot it wait. Was- so this <laughs> Tell me the name of the. Tell me the name of the show again. I want to get the book. I want to read it before I see it. Oh,
1: it's so fantastic. Lessons in Chemistry. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. It's really excellent. It's going to be really good. So okay, and Brie Larson down is down. is incredible. Like <sighs> she's an incredible actress. So I cannot wait. I didn't get to work with her because obviously she's in a different time period. Right. Than my character. <laughs> but she's so wonderful that I just cannot wait to watch the whole series. So. Oh.
0: Incredible. Well, congratulations on that and all of your successes.
1: Where can people follow you if they want to
0: follow you on um, social media? What are your social media handles?
1: I'm pretty much just Instagram. Um, Danielle Hootmer Official is my Instagram. And And that's spelled
0: H-O-E-T-M-E-R, correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, Okay, wonderful. So we will close up. The last question I will ask you is, do you have any parting words of wisdom for either actors um, of our age, older or younger, that are wanting to get started, or maybe a a mom of a child that's wanting to act? What would be your words of wisdom for somebody starting out in the business?
1: Well, as a mom to a mom of a child who, like, follow their lead, um, honestly, like, keep checking in with them, because there were, you know, there's times when she's like, I don't want to do this audition. And, you know, sometimes I will nudge her and sometimes I will be like, okay, we don't have to do it today, but maybe we'll try to pick it up again tomorrow. And then Mm -hmm. usually she's in a better space yeah, in the next day or, you you know, playtime is a lot bigger priority than anything else still. Or gymnastics even is still a priority of her. So I try to There's not many things we pass on, and I try to nudge her, but I really follow her lead. Yeah. Um so I would say that like keep checking in making making sure they're happy and having fun. Yeah. And I I try really try to honor that. Um as far as you know as far as like adult actors like the it's a ride. It's I mean we hear this it's a marathon it's a ride but things unfold in ways that you can never predict. I mean like that audition that I had for Riddle of Fire, like I would never have predicted that it would have unfolded the way it did. And then to go to Cannes, like yeah. not in my wildest dreams. Like yeah. I went there with pure intentions to be supportive and present for my daughter. Yeah. And just be a mom and how it unfolded in such a wildly different way. yeah. It, I'm just here for the ride. So sometimes just release the tight grip that yep. we have because you know allow the universe to work I'd say
0: yeah because just as you experienced in riddle of fire something like something better than you could have ever imagined came out of this (laughs) job like you know it was it was bigger than like here's a you know like you said a lower budget independent film like it and and it is bigger than something bigger is is out there that we don't even fathom just like stay along for the ride like because more is
1: coming yeah, and and even when like I I've had you know like I auditioned once for it was a show called What Just Happened with Fred Savage and it was, I auditioned for this one role and they offered me something that was like a quote unquote non-speaking role right mm-hmm. and I was like ah oh, okay well and they they and they were like but it's gonna be a really fun role I was like okay yeah why would I turn this down? you know of course yes yeah. this is gonna be so much fun and I'm telling you it was the best. It was one of the best shooting experiences I've ever had, and I laughed all day. It was amazing, the most fun. So, um, and I got to meet some amazing, like iconic, massive iconic. Uh, com- comedic actors like and yeah. they're all in the thing with me and I was like my quote unquote non-speaking role was I had ad libs you know what I mean I, I was here and there and improv and laughing and dancing it was amazing so you just never like don't hold on so tight yeah uh, allow I love that. things to unfold the way they they should effortlessly more will be revealed yeah exactly
0: Oh, I love that so much. Well, thank you again for taking the time um, to share with all the listeners your story, your daughter's stories. Like this has all been, like I have been smiling ear to ear because I'm so inspired by, you know, what it is that you've created and what you're continuing to create. So thank you so much, Danielle.
1: Thank you, Amber. And I, uh, you too, honestly, I listen to your uh, your podcast regularly and you start my day with inspiration On more days than you will know like it really is when you say actor inspiration it's it really honestly you 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 light up a room um you always have this like aura of positivity and support with anyone you're you're present with Mm. and you are an inspiration so thank Thank you. you Um, I am, I'm thrilled that you are in my life now. So yes,
0: same, same. Thank you for that. I receive it. And, and thank you. Thank you so much. So I close every episode by saying, if no one else tells you today, I believe in you go create some miracles and always believe that you can take it easy, surrender to what is and enjoy blossoming into who it is you're becoming. I love you,
1: Danielle amazing thank you so much amber
0: you're welcome we'll talk soon i'll see you a week from tuesday because tomorrow's a holiday
1: (laughs) all right love take care
0: bye bye